I'm just going to home in on one bit of what I was going to say this morning because I feel like um, that is what God is doing with us. I want to leave plenty of uh, time for us to pray and continue to be filled with the Spirit. Um, if you've not been around, you may not know that we're um, partway through a whole series on the Holy Spirit, um, uh, of which the subtitle really is, What Happens When God Invades His People? And we've been using 1 Corinthians. Uh, we've spent the last few months, actually, in 1 Corinthians 12, um, really saying, God, won't you come and invade us? Won't, you, won't we know more of a reality? <clears throat> excuse me, of what it is to be invaded by the living God, to have his spirit amongst us. Um, and so we started there at the beginning of 1 Corinthians 12, talking about the Holy Spirit, started to mention some of the gifts. But what we found very quickly, and this is uh, the fascinating thing, is that what Paul does very soon on in uh, 1 Corinthians 12, is he starts talking about the body. And, that, and what we find is that uh, the body, God's family, being part of the church of Jesus Christ, Having that sense of what we are together is fundamental to being filled with the Spirit and being invaded by God's people. And straight away, Paul says, if you want to be filled with the Spirit, if you want to see the gifts of the Spirit operating, you need to be a body. You need to understand what it is to be the people of God together, uh, to understand that each one of you is indispensable. We've spent some time during January just talking about the body of Christ, what it is to be part of it. That every one of us is key. That every one of us has a gift and has something to bring. That every one of us is fundamental to the building of the body. Um, and so it's been, a, it's been an encouraging month. Uh, we've Actually, let's do this again this morning. I'm going to keep doing this. We've done this a few times in January. I don't want us to get out of the habit. What we're going to do is we're going to turn to somebody that we've not met before. okay? And we're going to say hello to them. We're going to find out what their name is maybe where they live, something very short. I know it's a big risk uh, because it will be difficult to get you back, but please be responsive, okay? But because we're part of one body, I want us to keep doing this. So can you greet somebody that you've not spoken to before, preferably? Go and have a little look around, be bold, say hi. So we've done that a few times in January. We've eaten together. We've We've talked about what it is that we've baptized people into the, into the family. We've prayed together. There's more people than ever in the prayer meeting, by the way, before on a Sunday morning. You need to understand that the, the meeting really starts at 9.15 in that room through the back there. And the numbers are growing, okay? And I want to encourage you, if you want to be there from the beginning of the meeting, come at 9.15. Because God is there by his spirit, um, he invites us to his meeting at that point. I'm going to keep saying that, Graham. That's brilliant. Um, but do come. Do you know that most of the revivals that have happened, where do they start? In the prayer meeting. That's so true. I don't know if any of you have read uh, Sustainable Power by Simon Holly, the book that uh, we've been recommending through this series. If you haven't got it yet, do get it. All about what it is for God to break in amongst us by his spirit and some of the things that he has to get out of the way in order to be able to do that. Um, and he talks about the Hebrew... Anyway, uh, long story to say that Matt reminded us in our site team the other day that, uh, that about the Hebridean revival, which Simon Holly talks about. 1949, not that long ago. It's actually possible for us. Uh, amazing, incredible things. Just people flocking to church in the middle of the night and flocking to the police station to own up to stuff. And, and it all started with a few people praying. So uh, we, we need to believe for God for big things in these days, don't we? 
Have you got faith for, the, for God breaking? We have a big God, don't we? We've set, it's what Baba was saying just now. We've, we've settled for something less than what we read in Scripture. We've set, settled for something less than this amazing God that we have. Amen? Haven't we? So easily we settle into these things. But let's, let's be those who pray and seek God and believe that as we do that, things are going to change. Amen? So we've been building the body. We've been talking about that. We've been trying to encourage one another to, uh, to reach out across this body and not be just those who come into a meeting. Because meetings are fine, but we, you haven't come to a meeting. You've come to a family. Amen? This is a family. This is a family of God's people that he's joined together. And what does the Bible say, 1 Corinthians 12, that we've been looking at, is that everyone is indispensable. That if this body is to function properly, if we're to be Christ's body in the earth, if we're to make that impact on those around us as the hands and feet of Jesus in our day, then every one of us will be key to that. Every part of the body is indispensable, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12. Amen? Do you believe that? To each one, verse 7 of chapter 12, to each one the manifestation of the Spirit has been given. For the common good. To each one. That's you. If you just wrote yourself off and said, no, that's not me. No, no, no. The Bible doesn't allow you to say that. The Bible says you're indispensable. And to you, each one, the manifestation of the Spirit has been given for the common good. That the body might be built up. And I believe that we're too, far too individualistic. And we've got to get over our culture. And we've got to get over some of our inhibitions. That we might be the body to one another. That's why I'm... Uh, delighted that Helen did that thing about causing us to join together this morning. And I, I know we're married and we live in the same house, but I hadn't told her what we're talking about. I hadn't told her that this morning we're talking about being joined and built together as a body. And then by God's spirit, I believe he speaks to her and says, no, I want you to join up because that's what I want to do with you. And, you know, the, uh, some of the powerlessness in the church today is because we've become individuals who come into meetings. And that's the end of it. But actually, we're to be the body that builds one another up, that is joined together and built up in our faith. And what does the Bible say? That as we're joined together, we become a temple. And what happens in a temple? God's spirit comes. His presence is amongst us. But it's as we're joined and built together. And so we've got to do some new things in our day to rebuild, as it were, or to recognize who we are as God's people. And to, and to see that come to pass in our day. That we wouldn't just have meetings that are ineffective in transforming our society. That is not enough. I don't know about for you, but for me, that's not good enough. I'm not, I'm not happy with that. It's not what I signed up for. I believe that God wants to transform us first, but then the, the world around us. And, the, and the, his chosen vehicle is the church. It's the body of Christ. It's you and me. It's all of us. And it's not about leaders, and it's not about me doing it, or other elders or leaders of small groups. It's about every single one. To each one, the manifestation of the Spirit has been given for the common good. That the body might be built up. That the body might begin to function as it's supposed to be. That in the body, the temple of Christ, the Spirit might truly dwell, and then the world will see. Amen? Isn't that right? And so we have, to, we have work to do. And it starts with really small steps. It starts with greeting one another. That's why it's so important to do that. That's, I know that's only the first little step. 
But we need to take steps and recognize the preciousness of what we have amongst us as God's people. Amen? This is something you don't find anywhere else. The church is a sign and a wonder in our day. That God would gather a group of people who are utterly diverse and not like each other in any way and different backgrounds and different life experiences and coming in with different... God joins us together for the purpose of displaying who he is. That amongst us as the people of God would his love and his power be seen and go out and transform. That, that's the vision, folks. Uh, that's what I signed up for. I hope it's what you signed up for. And we have a way to go on this, don't we? Yes. Whew. Okay. We're just, look, the little scripture we're going to look at today is, <clears throat> um, Dave, it's the Ephesians 2 bit, okay, that I want to focus in on. It's only three. <clears throat> Please excuse me. It's only three verses um, from Ephesians 2, but it just describes what the church is. And I want us to grab hold of this this morning. I want this to sink deep into our beings that we might live for this and believe this about the body and then begin to put it into action. So Ephesians 2, have you got that one, Dave? Oh, no. Okay, well, I shall read it to you then. It is Ephesians 2, starting at verse 19. And it says this. This is Paul talking. Consequently, you are... Excuse me. Oh, Ant, you allege. Thank you. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. This is talking to you, to me, to us. Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. That's it. I'm going to read it again. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. There's a lot in there, isn't there? But it's amazing You see, you're no longer strangers to one another because God has done something, even though we're different. And that's why it's great. That's why you need to sign up for Come Dine With Us. There's a little application because across this body, we might be different and there might be awkward moments because we don't do things quite the same way. But actually, we're no longer foreigners and strangers because God has done something and joined us together. Amen. It's based on Jesus. That's the foundation. If we, it is empowered by him. This is not a human activity. We're not going to do this by good effort and works, although I'm encouraging you to do some things. But this is not a human construction. It's, it's the cornerstone is Jesus Christ. And so it's as we're connected with him and empowered by him that we're able to build the body. We can't do it in our own strength. This is a supernatural construction. Amen? This is something... Otherworldly, okay? It's a miracle that we're together in this way, that we've been joined into a family. 
We need to see it. Like We need to understand the, the, the awesomeness of what God has done and what we're part of. The privilege of it. The value in investing in it and working into it. And going after something here. Amen? No longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens and members of his household, his family. We're a family together. So when one hurts, another hurts. When one's excited, another's excited. But, you know, in order to do that, we actually have to know what we're to be excited about and what we're hurt. We have to connect with one another. And if you haven't signed up to a small group yet this term or to some way of connecting with people uh, during the week because it's difficult to do on a Sunday morning, then I want to encourage you to do that. It's fundamental to being part of the body because if you haven't got the connections, how can you be built together and joined together? Yeah? It doesn't have to be a standard small group. You can play football on a Tuesday night. You can go walking with Ian there at the back uh, on a Saturday sometimes. You just look in the book. There's all these different opportunities. But the key is connecting because we're a body. And what God wants to do with us is to join us and build us together. Hence the picture of being joined earlier. To join us and build us. And for us to begin to minister to one another. To encourage one another. To bless one another. To support one another, to care for one another, to ask how it's going. To use the gifts that we've been given. So each one of us, the Bible says, has been given gifts and ways to serve and ways to work in the body. Each one, to each one a manifestation of the Spirit has been given for the common good. And if we're not all using that for, what, for one another's good, then the body won't be built up. And it won't be joined together. And it won't become that temple that then God can invade with his spirit. Amen? Because that's the aim. We're joined and built together. And I believe that's what God's doing with us. So that we become this temple where he falls by his spirit. And we see the power of God amongst us. And we see the presence of God amongst us. And our lives are changed. And I, that, that, I believe that was what was happening this morning. As different ones were coming. You see, it's not about leaders. It's about us being the body together. That as we come on a Sunday morning, we don't just come and sit in a, in a pew and, and wait for somebody to do something to us. Actually, we're part of a family. And so we're looking out for ways that we can connect with one another. We're looking out for ways that we, uh, in which we can bless one another and pray for one another and serve one another and realize that somebody's in need and so we need to do something in the week. And so the body is built and joined together. Every supporting ligament, the Bible says. You know, uh, the last time we met together as a site leadership team, uh, 10 days ago or so, and we were just talking about what God was doing um, and getting excited about what he'd been doing in January and uh, the things that were happening amongst us and the little shoots amongst us of being the body together. And, and, as, and we, were, uh, we were praying at the end of the evening. I just had that, uh, a real sense of that scripture. I don't know if you know it in Ezekiel 37 uh, where the, there's a valley of dry bones and God comes and joins the bones together. And then he puts ligaments on them. And then he puts flesh on them. And what does he finally do? He breathes God's spirit. And it becomes, an, uh, the Bible says it becomes a vast army. An army. And that's what we're called to be as God's people. Not a destructive army, but an army that brings life. And brings the kingdom of God in. But it's a fight. We've got to fight. Interestingly, the army thing, we've got to fight for this stuff. Because this is spiritual warfare. Amen? Being the body of Christ is not a nice thing. That's why we can't just rock up on a Sunday morning. This is spiritual warfare. Because this is the vehicle that God has chosen to impact the world. And to bring transformation. 
So the enemy is not going to want this to happen. But we've got to, so we've got to go against that. And some of us have been hurt by church or found things awkward or it doesn't quite suit us in uh, the way that we would. You know, I, I get that. There are, it is not easy to be a family together. We've said that before. It's not the most straightforward thing on the planet always to be family, is it? But actually, this is, we fight for it because God wants to invade it by his spirit. And empower us as we're joined and knitted together that we might be effective in being, bringing transfer, transformation to one another and then beyond the people of God. Amen? That's the vision, folks. And so I believe already this morning that's what's been happening as one and another come and they, uh, we've sensed it in the prayer meeting. God, what are you doing? What are you wanting to do? And, and it's not about leaders. It's about each one uh, coming as we gather. This is whether we gather in small groups or we gather on a Sunday saying, God, what do you want to do as your family gets together? You know, uh, when we get together as families in the natural, we plan what we're going to. Uh, sometimes it's just great to be together, but it's like, God, what do you want to do with us? What is it that you want to do? Well, how do you want to use me this morning? The way that you've manifested your spirit to me, the gift that you've given me, what do you want to do with that this morning? Who is it that you're pointing out to me that you want me to go and bless or to build up or to encourage or to ask a question of how they're doing? We've got to be purposeful about this with the expectation that as the body is built and joined up, so God will come by his spirit and we'll see some things that we've not seen before. We're going to pray, because otherwise we're going to run out of time. And I think there's some things that God wants to do. But can we come with that mindset? Whatever, even if we're meeting some, look, even if you're meeting someone else from the body of Christ that is part of your family in the week, you, there's something different going on there than if you're meeting anybody else. Do you understand that? You're the body of Christ together. You have a gift. You're filled with the spirit that as, as you get together, you're joined. You're joined and built together that God might come and do what he wants to do. So it's every time being expectant. God, what do you want to do? How do you want me to bless? How do you want me to pray? We're, we're not just ordinary people. We're not just, we're not just human. We've been born again. We have new life in us. We're filled with the spirit. Amen. Oh, stop talking, Nigel. That'll do. Look, as we were in the prayer, guys in the band, could you come back? I'd love us just to minister to one another. Um, There's a couple of particular things I want to do. I mean, I'd love us just to invite God to come by his spirit, actually, and for us to be filled individually again. I think we need to keep doing this. So when we began this series back in the beginning of the autumn, our our passion was, God, would you invade us with your spirit? And my sense right now is that we need to, it's not just a series that we move on and we move on to some other topic. Actually, what we need to do is we need to keep going after God until we see that and we see things shift amongst us as a body. And we see God's power beginning to move amongst us. So we've got to go after God for that. We don't just move on to another series. So I want to constantly, we want to come back and invite God by his spirit to come and break in on us and touch us. There was a particular thing in, this, in the prayer meeting that um, Olive brought about restoration. I'd love to pray into that. I'd love to pray into uh, what Motti brought about 
um, strongholds earlier on in the worship that we can respond and God, uh, I believe, wants to minister to us in those things. Is Olive around somewhere? Olive, are you here? Can you come and just share the thing that you shared in the prayer meeting about restoration? See, this is the body working. Is different ones, God manifests his spirit for the good of everybody. Okay, that's how the body works. So, Olive, um, there's a mic just there. Share what you shared about that ring. I think that's a beautiful picture of um, what God wants to do. The beginning of December, I had a slight mishap. Um, I still have my finger, but I didn't have my engagement ring. Um, I managed to mangle it quite well. I snapped it in half. You can't see it because it's too small, but the, the whole head of it was bent right down. And I went to several jewellers um, to see if it could be fixed, thinking it'll never be fixed. It's beyond repair. And um, a number said, no, it can't be done. It's not possible. Another one came back and said, um, yep, £700. And I thought, well, sentimentality doesn't go that far. <laughs> Um, but I, I still persisted because, uh, yes, my engagement ring, it's, I've had it a long time and I felt quite naked without it. And, um, and I went to this small independent jewellers and he said, yeah, that can be fixed. And, um, and it was in the master's hands, in the skilled hands, he brought my ring back to life. Um, not only did he bring it back to life, he polished it. And my diamonds, even though they're tiny, um, really sparkle. And I find myself looking at it quite often, especially in different lights, and I see it sparkling. And, you know, that gave me such delight. And so I, I could have hugged him. <laughs> and he charged so little to fix it. It was amazing. And um, it got a bit like that, you know. We, we collect rubbish and debris throughout our lives. And um, we think we're beyond repair sometimes. Um, but he can restore us. He can restore us as new. And, um, yeah, I think that was it, wasn't it? Thanks, Olive. Um, actually, Olive, stay up here a minute. Come and stay, because we need you to pray. Um, Motti, where's Motti? Can you come as well and pray? So I, I just uh, believe that God wants to fill us with his spirit afresh. Um, I believe that that, that was a, a word that was brought in the prayer meeting this morning. That is for purpose. That means that God actually wants to do that with some people this morning. He wants to bring restoration. If you know that in whatever way, nobody else needs to know what that is. But if the, you know that you need rest, restoring in some way. He's a good shepherd, isn't he? Psalm 23. He's the restorer of our souls. Amen? If you know you need some kind of restoration this morning, then God has said that that's what he wants to do. And then what Motti said this uh, earlier on about strongholds, that's patterns of thinking that uh, are focused on things other than God and the, the things that run through your mind are, are, are things are not godly things or patterns that you can't get out of, strongholds of thinking, uh, and you know that that needs to be shifted onto God and Jesus Christ and what he's done on the cross and who you now are as a child of God adopted into his family. If that pattern of thinking, that stronghold needs to be broken so that you can understand who you are in Christ. Again, if that's you, I believe that God wants to do that this morning. So 
And then I just want to say a general thing. If you want to be filled afresh with the Spirit of God, just to encounter God, uh, to go deeper, because I believe that's part of what he wants to do with us in these days. If any of those things apply to you right now, I'd love you just to stand up. Nobody's going to ask what it is, okay? It can be small, it can be big, but whatever God's doing, would you just stand as a way of responding and saying, God, yeah, I want to respond to what you're doing. I know that I need that this morning. Come on, I believe there's quite a few this morning that God wants to meet with. Guys, if you could just start playing, that would be brilliant. And we're just going to welcome God by his spirit. And then I'll get you guys just to pray over people, if you will. Yeah, Father, we, we love you. We love your body. Lord, we honor the body of Christ this morning. Can you just, I, I just feel like I, just before we pray for these people, stay standing where you are. I just feel prompted. I feel that we need to honor the body of Christ this morning. Just recognize what it is that we're amongst. Often, as Baba said earlier, we've belittled what God has done. I think also often we've belittled the church of Jesus Christ. Because, of, because it hasn't lived up to expectations, because we've been disappointed or we've been hurt. And actually, the body of Christ is an incredible sign and wonder. This is God has formed a body of new, a new family that you're part of. And you may not have seen the amazingness of it yet, but actually it is an amazing thing. And God wants to restore it in these days and restore our part of it. That we would be ministers to one another, that we would see this holy temple, as the, as the Bible says, rise up and be filled with the power of God to impact the world around us. And it may well be that if you've not honored rightly, it may be for, for and there may be reasons for this. But there may be some people here who just need to repent this morning and say, Lord, Lord, I've not actually regarded the body of Christ, the church of Jesus Christ in the right way. And I've seen something this morning and I, I just want to change my mind. This might be a stronghold. I want to change my mind on how I see the body of Christ and my part in it and my investment into it. You may need to stand as well and just say, God, I, I want to change my mind on the church. I want to love the church. Even where I've been hurt, I want to lay that down. And I want to love the church. And so, Father, we pray. We thank you for your body. We thank you even for today, the way you've used gifts amongst us. You've manifest the spirit in different ones. And now we want to pray that you would come and do the things that you have promised to do this morning. Lord, you've spoken to us. And so we believe that you're going to break in and you are going to change things this morning. You are going to break strongholds. You are going to bring restoration where that is needed in lives. And so, Father, we break those strongholds that need breaking. In the name of Jesus, I tear those things down that are, that are set up against Jesus, that are not glorifying to him. And uh, so I bind those things. Uh, and Lord, I want to loose a spirit of freedom, a spirit of worship, a spirit of truth amongst us this morning. Lord, change patterns of thinking in the name of Jesus right now. Do it right now, Lord, as you promised to do it. And Father, where the restoration is needed in people's lives, Lord, I speak a word of restoration right into your heart right now by the power of Jesus. Spirit of God, come and bring that restoration. Restore souls this morning, Lord, in a way that only you can do. You're the master craftsman. We surrender to you this morning and we say, Lord, let your power come now. Holy Spirit.
Let your power come, Lord. Now receive the Spirit of God. If you want to be filled with the Spirit this morning, it's not too late. You may want to stand before God. Even now, let's respond. Let's say, God, I pray you'd come by your Spirit. We welcome you, Lord. We know we need you so much more. And we want this place to be a temple of your Spirit, Lord. We want to know the power of God amongst us, moving, working, restoring, bringing love, bringing reconciliation, bringing grace, and bringing transformation in here but beyond as well. And Lord, we pray, come Holy Spirit, we welcome you right now.